in the car park and I had to walk home. Can't believe it. Oh, oh, hello everyone. Hello everybody. Hi. Hi me. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I abandoned you. You did abandon me. Oh. Oh. Do you see what we did there? That's right. cruelty. I was with you for the journey, Jenny. Thank oh, you. we love you, the journey, Jenny. Jenny. <laughs> Jenny. Now, we, why did I just do that? Horace Gump. Jenny. I love you, Jenny. Um, right, we are. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> good evening. Or good morning. Uh, oh, whatever time you're listening to this, absolutely. Um, welcome to Chatting Bear, my podcast, a place to feel good about yourself, the world, and your place in it. My name's Rachel, aka Rackaroony Uni. I am here with Jenny, who's opening a packet of biscuits. And I'm then sorry, I'm just trying thing. to be just doing it like really a custard. No, thank you very much. I've had that great big bowl of ice cream. My my good friend Louisa is here also. Hello. And my other good friend Lindsay is here also. Uh, Hello, Linz. Are you speaking? <laughs> I was walking to the Louisa just came out of Jenny. <laughs> what came out of Jenny? I just went there. I didn't. Once again, we're not here with Vanessa, so we miss you, Vanessa, and we love you. We love you. We Now, today we are speaking about um, abandonment, and it's emotional abandonment, and it's just, it's random, but this I was reading something in the week, and it led me onto this and I suddenly had you know when you have one of those eureka moments and I thought hello yeah. this looks how did you know what that was what a eureka moment shit face <laughs> what are you trying to say she's being rude tonight she's, she's being <laughs> really rude she's tonight she's got class tonight yeah, yeah. Do you think, how are you going to go over it um, so yeah so I just suddenly thought oh that sounds rather familiar um, and I put it out to us like you fancy ch- chatting about it because it links in with we're going to be doing and recording another episode tonight for next week which is um, about childhood mental health um, and how what, what we can do to help encourage good mental health and how to react to bad mental health and, and, and all that kind of, um, stuff so this links in so I had a look at it and this is um, a WebMD website so I haven't even gone to Pinterest for this guys oh I've gone Rat to horse's mouth to wow. professionals. Well, because I wanted to make sure I had proper and accurate information yeah. on this. Which is fair. Which is yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So um I'm not I might have an NHS website, but I WebMD is a very good website. I think it's an American one, but mm-hmm. still it's a good one to use. Um and it's all about emotional Im- abandonment. Why you might have it, what might have caused it, what are the signs and symptoms? Um and, and um, possibly this one tells you on how to um, deal with it and how to make your life a bit more tolerable and you know accept things and move on so I thought we would if you don't mind girls if we have chat about the slag now this one says here um, what are abandonment issues abandonment issues stem from a fear of loneliness which can be a phobia or a form of anxiety obviously that links with mental health yeah these issues can affect your relationship so you can get it from a relationship yeah they often stem from a childhood loss other factors that turn loss into abandonment issues includes environmental and medical factors genetics and brain chemistry Early childhood experiences are the biggest contributor to development, developing abandonment issues when you become an adult. And I thought, oh, that's really interesting. And then it says, the traumatic event might include the loss of a parent by divorce or death. And that's totally understandable. You mm-hmm. can get that. Or not getting enough physical or emotional care as a child. And I thought to myself, well, that's not me. 
because I know I was loved by my parents. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and physical care, absolutely. Emotional care, I, I thought I had enough. Yeah. Um, emotional abandonment occurs when parents do not let their children express themselves emotionally, ridicule their children, put too much pressure on their children to be perfect, or treat their children like their peers. Now, I'm a bit guilty of doing that with my girls at the minute, uh -huh. so I'm, I'm a bit mm. like, oh, red light hanging in my head there for, for now. So I thought, right, well, let's have a look at the, what's the signs and symptoms. Um, because I can't remember what, I obviously saw something and, and I'd looked at something maybe that I presented with a symptom and I thought, oh, that's interesting, what is that? And then it linked yeah. to this, and I thought, oh, okay. So it, um, <clears throat> Uh, it, it goes on about attachments, uh, different attachment styles and what have you. So, but signs of abandonment issues. Um, and it tells you, oh my lord, my phone doesn't want to play very quickly. Common signs of abandonment issues include giving too much or being overly eager to please. People pleasing. <laughs> Hello. Hello. None of us around I'm not called out. If Ness was here, she'd be saying the same. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> Jealousy in your relationship or of others. And I have to say, I do get jealous of other people. Not in my relationship, although when we first started going out, I, I did not let him speak to women when he was on his own. Mm. It's like I, was, I, was, I was there next to his side when he was talking to women. Um, trouble trusting your partner's intentions, always. I have real trust issues. Mm -hmm. Feeling insecure about your relationship. I'm not sure that I feel, I don't no. think I have that necessarily. I don't think I have an issue with I've, my I've relationship. Seen how you, I saw how you and Simon were yesterday. I don't, yeah. yeah. No, I don't think I have an issue, yeah. With with my one brain cell Love. that apparently is on loan to Simon at the moment. Apparently that's what they was discussing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's like, he was allowed to borrow my one brain cell. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's nice of you to lend it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Simon says he's allowed, he wears the trousers because he's allowed to on a Sunday. I wear the trousers and I have my wife's permission to say that. Yes, yeah, yeah, that, that, nice. that quote as well, right. Um, having difficulty in feeling intimate emotionally. Yeah, I think I'm, I am a, a bit there. And I think Simon struggles with me sometimes because I do struggle sometimes. Needing to control or be controlled by your partner. Mm, I don't want to be controlled ever. I hate being controlled, but I like mm. to be in control, mm -hmm. definitely. Um, settling in unsatisfactory relationships. Well, up until Simon, I would say, oh, that was mm -hmm. definitely. Yeah. Um, oh, I'm going to have windy, 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 windy. And then it goes on about therapy, self-care, and what have you. So I'm actually going to go on to a different source now. Is this Pinterest? No. What? I know. You wouldn't believe it. This is nine signs of childhood emotional neglect and ways to heal it and this is from our website when it loads and it's taken a little while to <coughs> la 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 I'm going to play music la 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 that's what you have when you're in the lift isn't it that's it uh, this is psychology today again it's it's a it's a well well documented uh, that it's, it's a fairly decent um print that people can read and it has decent articles in that are um, researched nine signs of childhood emotional neglect and three ways to heal so this says in here um, some phrases that may be familiar to you if you were uh, I don't like this term a victim of childhood emotional neglect I was not a victim at all yeah um, you don't really feel that way 
it wasn't that bad. I can't even begin to tell you how many times I heard that and how often I said that to my own children because you tend mm. to repeat what you were told. Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, no, I can see that. That's, yeah. that's the thing as well, isn't it? It's a cycle. It yeah. is a cycle. Yeah, it is. It's not worth getting upset about. Yeah. Who would have thought that was something to actually like, yeah. And stop being so dramatic. Oh, hello. I mean, it's me. <laughs> I don't know what you're doing. I mean, no. 75% of chatting bear are all amateur dramatic. Yeah, they yeah are, exactly. So. Yeah, they are. When your parents don't notice, value, or respond to your emotions, or they question your emotions when you express them, they unintentionally send a message to you that your feelings don't matter or that there's something wrong with the way that you feel. Yeah. And I thought that is really interesting because my parents would never have done anything intentionally Absolutely or not. knowingly. Yeah. But possibly because I am so emotional and everything about my being is from my emotion. Mm -hmm. yeah. And my parents both, I think maybe because they were both <clears throat> only children. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And both had to just get on with stuff. And also because, like we said last in our last podcast about the um, the generations. Yes. They were boomers. Yep. yep. So they just like literally got on with stuff and what have you. I think... You might find it's a generational thing that a lot of Gen X's yeah. are maybe feeling emotional neglect. Most likely. Yeah. yeah. And I think that there may be the cusp of um, slightly older millennials that might yes. be feeling the same. Agree. Yeah. Absolutely agree. So if this says, does this sound like it might describe your childhood? Here are nine signs you may have suffered from childhood emotional neglect. Number one, you are afraid of relying on others and you reject offers of help, support or care. Why did you just kick me? <laughs> just saying. <laughs> you know, is it subtle hint? Uh, <laughs> I don't think it's entirely subtle. I've got giant yes, arms and <laughs> bright coloured and yeah. I literally just kicked her. <laughs> me personally, up until I accepted I had fibromyalgia yeah. and what have you, I didn't want to accept help from anyone, including Simon. I would do it on my own. Thank you very much. Stubborn as anything, because I had to prove that I could do it. Yeah. And yeah. I didn't want anyone judging me that I wasn't good enough to do yeah. something. Or this is all in my head. This is how I interpreted how yeah. the situation yeah. was. But I have to say, I do rely on Simon an awful lot now because he. I have had you have to. to. Yeah, I, absolutely. I do find it very difficult to give that up. Okay. I, I, and I remember, I vividly remember this, back in May last year, we went on holiday to Norfolk Broads. Mm -hmm. We stopped off at this place called Beckles, and we wanted, uh, when I say we, Jenny, John, myself and Dan, wanted to have a bit of a walk around the village. Um, and originally we were gonna to walk to the church, then we are like, actually we could do a nip into the shop to get restock some stuff for the boat. And we got a load of shopping, and I had a, I, we got a uh, crate of um, Pepsi Max. Yeah. Because it's us. Because it's us. We all drink Pepsi Max. Even I mom, love Pepsi dad. Max, yeah. Um, so I was like, right, we'll get it. We'll get that, and that'll last us for the the rest of the of the week. And um, as we came out, uh, everyone's carrying things, and there's me carrying the crate of Pepsi Max. And Dad's like, no, no, I'll carry it. And I'm like, no, no, it's fine. I got it. It's fine. I got it. And John's like, no, no, we can, we can. No, it's alright. I've got it. Yeah, you do do that. Her own yeah. detriment. <laughs> yeah. Yesterday was her day off, 
Yeah. And I didn't know who was in work and who wasn't. I probably should have looked at the rotor, but I was mid, like, in a role. Yeah. And so I sent a message, who's working today? Want to run some stuff by them. And Lindsay was like, I'm not, but send it my way. I was like, no, mm-hmm. absolutely not. She does it. She's a bugger for yeah, it. Yeah, I know she, she is. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I don't see it as neglect. I see it as, a, like, emotional, a, me having a, a product of me experiencing childhood emotional neglect. Yeah. I see it as... I've always been brought up, and you as well, been brought up with trying to help other people. Well, I yes. have as well. Also, standing on your but own feet. Yes. Yeah. Think about it. You're probably thinking of neglect in a in a different way. Yes, I think um, you possibly are. So it doesn't mean that you were left completely mm-hmm. by yourself. It just means in a, a moment where you possibly needed something, it wasn't there. I was very poorly as a child. You were the poorly. older sister. There could have been a point where I was between hospital visits where you had needs that couldn't be met because mum and dad had to focus on me because I was poorly and you don't yeah. realise how it has affected And you probably you. just got on with everything because yeah. you... Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah. I honestly yeah. do not recall anything that made Well, you, you oh, wouldn't okay. have you thought wouldn't. about it. You wouldn't have... Because you ha- you couldn't have processed yeah. it. Because cause you're not weren't an adult. Yeah. You just literally accept things. Because as a child, you accept the way things are. Because that's just that's life. That's your parents. That's yeah. your, that's, that's what you do. I am I am ridiculously stubborn, and I'm trying to be better with it. When people offer me help, to actually go, okay, yeah. Well, you'll commend. <laughs> I, I commend you with your self awareness and being like integrity of being like, no, this is me. Yeah. And I'm working on it. Yeah. It's amazing. It's, I'm getting there. I still get called out a lot. <laughs> a s- second on this list here is you have a hard time identifying your strengths and your weaknesses, your likes, your dislikes, and your life goals. Yeah, that is me to a T. Absolutely. <laughs> Write a bucket list. I can't write a bucket list because no. I haven't got a clue. Yeah, what to put yeah. on a bucket list? I don't yeah. know what to put on a bucket list. What am I good at? I don't know. Other, I... other than making people laugh. I, I tell you what, this is what I will say. I'm good at being loud. That's a negative thing. I say that's a negative thing, not no, a good thing. Not at all. But that's how I see it. Yeah. So uh, what is a weakness? I'm loud. <laughs> <laughs> so actually, it's both. Um I'm, I, I'm nothing especially now that I'm poorly I just can't mm-hmm. see anything as being a strength and I remember always being the first to criticise myself you are one of the biggest cheerleaders I know you support so many people yeah that's true you are yeah. always bigging other people well shut up because we're not talking about that we're talking about <laughs> see this is, this is the whole thing as well no 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 but seriously i i, I mean we, I, I don't want it i don't want to hear it anyway because I, I never want to hear it you know you know but i'm all the same um, I, yeah, but I, don't want, I, don't, I don't want the focus to be on me even though i talk about myself all the time um but um i i struggle identifying stuff like that and i know when we did mm-hmm. university and you do swap which is your strengths yeah. weaknesses Opportunities and tasks. Tasks. Is it tasks? Yes. I think so. Yes. Uh, oh, it's outcomes and tasks. Outcomes. Outcome. Time scale. Time scale. Tr- mm, maybe. Maybe. I can't remember now. I've only had to do one, like in my entire life, and yeah, that was for that was for a job interview. Oh they really? Walk around the store. Um, to start with, yeah, and put this SWOT analysis together that I have Strength to then run through opportunities threats. and threats. Opportunities ah, and threats. threats. There you go. Marvelous. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah, it does, doesn't yeah. it? I was, you know, what, I was thinking of smart, which doesn't okay. apply here. No, so, what about you then, Lou? Do, what, do you can you identify strengths and weaknesses in yourself? Um, I do not have self confidence, and I do not think of myself in any other way. 
than negative. Mm. So not really. Yeah. Um, I can identify a hell of a lot of weaknesses, mm. um, but not any strengths because of that. Yeah. No, I know you've talked before about your mum and dad being poorly an awful lot when you were younger. Yeah. So do you think unintentionally you you may have had some needs overlooked, I, but not intentionally, obviously? Yeah, not intentionally, obviously, because they were ill. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. It happens. Um, it's circumstantial, absolutely. isn't it? Absolutely. But yeah, I kind of... I kind of joke about it to be honest but I pretty much grew up like as in had an adult head on my shoulders from the age of eight my because mom of it. exactly the same actually that's interesting yeah um, her which parents is, are poorly which is why yeah I kind of <laughs> I have this switch that's kind of inbuilt in me that is mm. like well if something is going down or if I need to function that just kind of overrides in my brain and I will just do whatever I have to do mm-hmm. and yeah it's kind of it's I went through a stage um a couple of years ago actually. <coughs> Got a frog in my throat. Um yeah, interesting. What's it called? Uh, Claude. Claude, Claude. Yes. Nice. Is it French frog. I'd call um, mine Nigel, I reckon. Okay, fair play. Hi yeah. Nigel. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, sorry Nigel. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I kind of went through a period um a couple of years ago. Mm. I was getting out of a bad relationship and I realised that having grown up early, having had that switch in my brain from that age and the relationship I was in not being a good one at all, um, that I basically, I wasn't feeling anything emotion-wise. I was only feeling extremes of emotion. Wow, yeah. And it was either I was really happy because I was with my friends, I was doing something, or I was literally not wanting to get out of bed and feeling passively suicidal, as in not wanting to do anything to end my life, Yeah, yeah. but not wanting to be here. And have you ever questioned yourself that you might be, um, oh, what do they call it? It's not, not manic. What's it called? Bipolar. Because of that. Because I'm like that, but I, I, I question not, myself all the time and I just think maybe I'm bipolar. I'm not. But not really, because no, okay. I haven't been like that since that point, since um, I identified okay. that and worked on that. Okay, oh, see, I, I haven't even work on myself. I haven't been like that. Okay. I hated feeling like it, so yeah. I had to. Right. It's, um, yeah. you know, you... We've all we've all got like an inner adult and an inner child. Yeah. Mm, yes. And, yes. Um, Thank you to Sigmund. Sig- and yes. uh, you know there are times when you've had situations where you know you're a kid and you've got to be that adult. Mm-hmm. You know you you brought it up on the the health anxiety one um, really well, Lou. When your dad was really poorly, the paramedics came in and they needed yeah. that bag and you just was like, right, they yes. need it and you yes. got that bag. Yeah. Yes. That was your inner adult, even though you were young, yeah. going, Absolutely. okay, these guys need this, I can help with that. Boom. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so having having that ability to switch between the two can be really, really useful. Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. But at the same time, it, it does give you situations where you see some kids that, you know, perhaps behave a lot older than they should. Yeah. Um, yeah, there is actually a, a part yeah. of yeah. people who are basically dying <laughs> children when they are nearly forty. See, this uh, is the, I, I genuinely think this is it, right? Because I, I, I have always been like since that point. I've always been kind of someone who has been more comfortable in adult company. And yeah, I've got friends my age, of course. Yeah, went to school and college with them. Okay, but I've always been friends with people, or like in a social setting, I will seek. I would seek the adult company mm-hmm. to talk to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
because I wouldn't want to play stupid games or do like random stupid kid stuff. Mm-hmm. I would want to literally sit and read yeah. or sit and talk. You've got an old soul. Yeah. It's not a bad thing. Yeah. Mm. Ness says that all the time. Because mm. obviously there's there's a bit of an age gap relationship wise, but it doesn't feel like it. No. When we're yeah. together, it yeah. kind of like it's like we meet in the middle. I love so, it. Yeah. yeah. We both um, have to keep each other feeling young. I But yeah, yeah. Or old, so. depending on the day. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. If if it's a Sunday then old okay. up under blankets on the sofa. Right. Oh, <laughs> uh, Sundays are the day for the inner adult, for but, sure. <laughs> Alright, okay, number three says here you are harder on yourself than you would even be on a stranger and you lack self-compassion and understanding. Now that is me to a T. And I always have been and I've actually had people comment when I was at secondary school about me being hard on myself and when I was a midwife my um, boss would always tell me that that they, they couldn't tell me off anymore than I was beating myself oh, up yeah. about I think, something. I think yeah. it is very safe to say around mm. this table we yeah. are all <laughs> extremely self-critical. Oh, oh yeah, God, yeah. yeah. We are, we are, we are all terrible. Very, very, very self-critical. I think we hard ourselves to a very, very high personal standard. Yeah, and, I think, yeah. and, and again, it's not a... I don't think it's a standard that has necessarily been put on us. No. It's, it is something I think we've put on ourselves because we've yes. probably seen something and gone, I want to attain that. Yeah. I completely. want to reach yeah. this level. Mm-hmm. I want to do that. So you put yourself on that, that thing, whether, you know, consciously or subconsciously. Um, and, and yeah, we can all be very critical. I, th- I think that can be used as a, as a positive depending on your mindset, though, as long as you don't fixate on that. Yes. 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 It's, it's when you start fixating on things like that that the negative thoughts become a, a pattern because your brain and your body gets addicted to the cortisol mm. and the negative thinking. Yeah. Um, and it continues, I think it's like your amygdala or part of Something, your brain yeah. that, that sort of focuses on that and it spirals that mindset then of negative. And then you're in a negative yeah. cycle then, aren't you? Uh, yeah, yeah, it's hard yeah. to get out of it. I, I think mm. it's one of those things where, again, like a lot of things with mental health, it's always good to reach out with someone. If you mm. if you are having a moment of going, I should have done this because of X, Y, Z. I should, I should have done this because of this, this, this. Having someone that you could talk to who goes, but you did this, 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 and this, can yep. just be enough to just stop you on that spiral. How mm-hmm. do we learn? We learn by making mistakes. Yeah. Oh, the amount of times. So uh, for those of you who are new or uh, have only recently discovered the uh, the wonderful Jenny that has joined us. Hello, Jenny. She is, me up to be something she like, is my sister cool. and she is also my boss, yes. uh, which is a very interesting relationship because when she comes into it, she's very much my boss. She's not my sister. So she will point stuff out that I need yeah. to learn on or I need to focus on it and what have you. Yeah, and I'll course. go, yeah, yes. And I instantly go defensive. Yeah, you do. I instantly go defensive. Whether I need to or not, I instantly, and it's not a, that is not a conscious thing. No, yeah. it's not. Because that not that's something that's been inbuilt in you <laughs> yes. from childhood. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I instantly go defensive. And then when she kind of points out X, Y, Z, this needs to be done because of X, Y, Z, I'm like, yeah, yeah. And, then, and that's when the sorries come out. And then when the sorries yeah. come out, it's just like, you don't have to apologize. Yeah. It's fine. As long as you take it on board, yeah, yeah. you deal with it. Yeah, I used to, and I'm not as bad as I used to be. I would then fester mm-hmm. on what I'd done wrong. Oh my gosh! Rather I do than that, yeah. what I can do to make sure it doesn't yes. happen again. Yes, so See, I do exactly the same. That's me to that, a T. That is, I, that has actually caused issues, and, and 
I don't, I don't think Jennifer will mind me saying this, but mm. when I first started working here, there were a couple of times we clashed. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because... We were learning we our were dynamics. Still, we were still yeah. figuring yes, out... Of course. Of, of, you know, never worked we, together before, really. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Um, so there were a couple of times we clashed because I was coming across as very negative when in my brain it was, I'm trying to stop these problems before they happen. But right, it was coming yeah. out as me just being, you know, going, oh, that's not going to work. It's just not going to work. Sure. Rather yeah. than going, okay, let's give it a try, come up with some possible things and solutions. Yeah. If yes. this thing Have happens. you thought about it? But it yeah. might not, you know, and I, I instantly went, yeah, I go really, de- again, really defensive mm-hmm. about it because I've had that pointed out to me, which I'd never really considered before. I thought yeah. myself as a realist, not But that's, no, that's the thing because yeah. people add this realist category yeah. into make it socially acceptable to be challenging in certain Mm. situations so the amount of people that I've had conversations with since being a manager who you know if you go do you see yourself as a pessimist or an optimist they go no I see myself as a realist I'm like okay like stereotypically Mm -hmm. you're normally a millennial um and let's (laughs) break that down because it comes with masking certain Mm. bits of baggage and and unprocessed things uh, and I'm saying that from someone who 10 years ago I was exactly the same yeah you know and I'm not saying that there aren't days where I'm not being self-critical because I am mm-hmm. um but it's it's about how you can then use that to make it something that can help you grow um which but this thing I, I'd never seen it that way before <clears throat> yeah Jenny pointed it out to me and I went oh, oh yeah that makes yeah. so much sense so now there are still times when I'll go, oh, but this could happen and this could happen. Um, which case... Yeah, and you get your pissy pants on. I do get my pissy pants on. <laughs> um, but I have gotten a lot better yeah, at it. Yeah, you have. I have gotten sure. a lot better at it. And I don't think, again, it's one of those things where it's like... The childhood neglect, the emotional neglect, my... Your brain instantly thinks, oh, like, parents or grandparents that sort of thing I don't think that is and I don't even think it's necessarily childhood I think that is that's a lot of what I go through stems from clashing and support uh, neglected support in previous work environments so not having the yes. support yeah. having to put out fires before yeah. they happened I As, think that's know, definitely something yeah, that yeah. we can discuss like, and like yeah. in a in a future one for sure. Um, mm. But there's some things that are so inherently you, with <laughs> consciously without thinking, that even within however many years, two decades you've had of working or whatever yeah. it is, that's it goes back yeah. further than that. And I think when you have time to be self like introspective, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's a yeah. painful thing mm. to do. Mm. Yes, it is. It's yeah. really yeah. painful because you need to feel you know you need to be number one self-aware you need to be vulnerable you need to go through your um cringy moments oh, in your life so as well yeah. right well actually yeah. that that takes us on actually to the next point which says you blame yourself almost exclusively <laughs> direct your anger inward you feel guilt or shame about the, your needs or feelings, which is exactly what you've just been yeah. saying, basically. Why do I feel like I'm having an intervention right yeah, same. now? Same. <laughs> Jesus Christ, same. <laughs> this is me to a T as well. So it's, it's amazing. Um, actually, as a side note, there is a chap called Patrick Tehan. So T-E-A-H-A-N. 
and you can find him on YouTube and he talks a lot about childhood trauma so um, includes things like um, toxic families self-sabotage codependency and childhood attachment trauma yes. so that'll be quite an interesting uh, read as well guys if you wanted to have a little read up on that mm. um, point number five was you feel numb empty or cut off from your emotions or you feel unable to manage or express them i don't feel numb empty or cut off from emotions because i'm too emotional Same. Same. yeah so, I, so I, i'm not able to manage my emotions because i'm the other way around you on the other hand miss lou is the numbness yeah, yeah. which i was describing earlier yeah. i hit yeah. that stage where i wasn't able to feel anything yeah. unless it was a case of i am ridiculously happy right now or i am really really unhappy right now the extremes there was no in between no there was like ranger. there wasn't even any kind of like at any point any frustration or anger or anything like that it was either really happy or really sad and that was all i had yeah wow that's good it's horrible yeah it um, was scary I'm yeah not gonna lie. i'm sure it is <laughs> I mean, I, I've, been, yeah. I've been through it but I, I thought i was maybe going bipolar i've been maybe i was mm -hmm. undiagnosed bipolar but it's not it's just i go from one extreme to another but that's because i cannot manage my emotions mm. i've always been like that like as far as i can remember but it has got worse as my mental health has declined definitely so mm. i am going to say tagging into the last podcast that we did yeah exploring neurodivergency might help you get some understanding of that yeah i think i need to look into that to be honest with um, you yeah you know the the more your the more fights you have to face yeah. in your everyday life in terms of with your health or with your mental health um the less you've got to mask which then can also mean that you're it's my bottle my that's really made me lose my train of thought <laughs> I was being healthy and drinking water and I was sabotaging me. I was on a thought process. You were talking about neurodivergence yeah, and how it might um, help Rachel. Yes, masking. Yeah. Masking. So, yeah. yeah, so because the, the less energy you've got for your masking means that like you can't put that pretense on which can sometimes help you feel a particular way. Ah, you know, if yeah, some yeah. people say if you walk around smiling and it's a fake smile, it'll originally it'll it'll eventually uh, turn make into you. Yes, that's or, right. Yes, yeah. Pretend so, until it's real. Knows? Yeah. 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 Um, interesting you've said that because the next point is you are easily overwhelmed and you give up easily now i have to say or give up quickly rather than easily mm -hmm. um i get overwhelmed a lot and i've got to a stage now where i just feel physically exhausted from the overwhelm whereas before i could still carry on mm -hmm. i can't do that anymore i i do struggle now i do have moments of overwhelm mm. um and what have you <clears throat> But I'm a stubborn sod. No, so I will oh, not. Yes. <laughs> I will ask you in. This is brand new information. <laughs> no, I am. I am complete. I am so stubborn. So it gets to a point where, I'm, yeah, I'm overwhelmed. Not that it beat me. It's not gonna beat me. Yeah, but then it'll burn out. Overwhelm and burnout is two totally different things. I know, there's a whole yeah. reason why you made yeah. me have a week off last week. Yes. <laughs> and rightly so. I had coffee with my friend for the first time in goodness knows how oh, long yesterday, and it was lovely. Yeah. She needed it too. Oh, I'm glad. <laughs> and even my husband was nice to her. He so, was? Yeah. Amazing. Was I know, he was lovely. Yeah. That's because... He's not seen you in a while. He's not seen you in a while. Yeah. He's bored stiff being at home and he'd been out. Yeah. So he was in a good mood. <laughs> <laughs> he'd been, he'd been uh, with his shoulder and Yeah, he'd just look at oh, his shoulder. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah. He kept, he's had his hair cut <clears throat> and he'd been out and he came back and he was happy. 
Um, I just really quickly, you said about shame. Yes, my darling. There is an amazing quote. Um, there's a lady who I adore, and her name is Brené Brown, mm-hmm. um, and she talks a lot. Uh, when you're coming into like manager leadership, you use a lot of her books, Dare to Lead. Okay, yeah, it's yeah. all about um, using vulnerability as like a strength and rumbling with your vulnerability. Cool. Okay. She does this thing about shame. And her quote for shame is, shame is the intensely painful feeling or experience of believing that we are flawed and therefore unworthy of love and belonging. Oh my God, that is totally, yeah. Yeah. And actually, point number seven, you have low self-esteem. Yep. Uh, Yeah, and I don't feel as if I am worthy a lot of the time. I don't, I, I honestly sit, I will sit here and I don't feel as if I'm worthy of being your friend, having your friendship. Um, as if I'm a, I'm a good enough wife. I certainly don't feel as if I'm a good enough mother for my children. I think I'm one of the world's worst daughters to my parents. Um, yeah, I just, <clears throat> in everything. I, di- I had imposter syndrome. I didn't yeah. feel as if I was worthy of being a midwife. I honestly felt like any day now, someone was actually going to spring up on me and say, ha ha, we know you're not really a midwife, oh, even though you've got the qualifications or what have you. Yeah, you're just you're rubbish, so you shouldn't be a midwife. And that's just how I've always always felt and always yeah. feel you also yeah. you also struggled with that when we did sound of music yeah you, you, you got yeah. cast as uh yeah. mother Abbas. the most amazing and mother you Abbas. were i cried so hard oh, yeah. you were so good oh, 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 nice. don't be nice don't sorry be nice. yeah nice. you were horrific <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah rachel but, i mean how it, it took you at, we normally rehearse a show for six months yeah, yeah. it took you at least four months during rehearsals for you to even consider singing that song in front of people because you were so worried that people would think you were imposter syndrome. I have done the the exact same thing in Adam's family. How many times have I come up to you, Lou, as director, going, I'm not ready to sing this song in front of people yet. I can't sing this song in front of people Yes, you are. Just do it. I'm going to make Rachel really uncomfortable. I'm not going to look at you when I say it, so it's going to make it easier for you. It was that impactful that even I know the day that you sang in front of people in the rehearsal because Lindsay told me about how amazing it was in front of people. So just just so she's aware with that. Um, Oh, that's adorable. Up until a few years ago, that would have absolutely have been me. Yeah. Um, I still have moments of that, but um, it's only really been as we've been exploring... um, gently parenting Charlie. And I think that it, it gives you... It sounds ridiculous, but it's given me um, things in my toolkit to use on myself. So mm. I have actually said things. So I was talking to the girls, and we'll talk about it in the next podcast earlier, about um, the butterfly tapping technique, which is oh, where yes. you your hands crossed over you and on your shoulders, and you tap on your shoulders. Alt- alternate, alternate. Alternately, yeah. yes, okay. Um, and you say mantras or affirmations. Yes, so one yes, of these is exactly yeah. the same, isn't it? Is Absolutely it? Yeah, the same. Yeah. Yeah. So um, essentially, I would be like you. I would look at myself in the mirror and do it, and be like, "You are worthy," and things like that. See, I cannot even do that. I it cannot. Made me uncomfortable act, at first. I can't act in front of a mirror. Yeah. I cannot act. I cannot look at myself and act or sing or anything like that in front of a mirror because I do not like what what you see. I see. So yeah, if you were to. Like I wonder if it would be beneficial to do it, but without the mirror, and just go through the motions of doing that. Yeah, I could do that. I could do that yeah. without the mirror, but yeah, I just do not like looking back at yeah. me. That's, I don't like. I enough. don't like it at all. Yeah. Never have done. I honestly. You know, if I stare at myself in the eyes, I'm okay. Anywhere <gasps> Come else, I'm like, do it. Cannot do it. 
All right, another one here is um, another point. Sorry, is um, you are extra sensitive to rejection. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hello, RSG. <laughs> so, uh, this was something I didn't even know existed until about what six months ago. Mm. So, if that. Um, scrolling through the wonders of this TikTok recently, my For You page has been filled with things like women, uh, symptoms that women show if they have ADHD and this oh, and that, yes. why my brain is kind of going, you might have ADHD, which yes, would explain yes, a hell of a lot when it comes to me. One of the biggest things for women with ADHD is RSD. Yes. Which is rejection sensitivity dysphoria. Okay. Oh. There are, I have a prop. I need to properly read into it. Yes. Um, but basically, it's one of those things where you just got this constant. You just can't cope with criticism and can't. you feel yeah. like you are being rejected. But it's yeah. even yeah. to the point where, um, let's say, you hung out with a friend, mm -hmm. or <clears throat> my inner RSD was showing a couple of weeks ago, and it was my first podcast. And I spoke to Lindsay afterwards and was like, "Did I speak too much?" did I like how was you know and having yeah. to get that like reassurance because in my brain it was like oh my god they think I spoke too much I, I was over speaking everybody I seemed really patronizing no. and that can be RSD yeah. and that's um yeah it's horrible it's it's your intrusive thoughts making yeah. you shouting you are a bad person See, and I won't you. ask those questions because I don't want, want these the answers yeah okay yeah I think it's yeah. for me it's Which because is like, no, I'm further like I've been working on it yes, actively yes, because I've well, had to yes yeah. okay but it's like like for instance today I posted on um, our little um, Jiminy Cricket um, group chat yes this picture of this gorgeous pyjama set that I really want <laughs> right. God. Which, if anyone was tuned into our live you would have seen it thanks to Lou um, and so I felt like they needed the visual okay <laughs> that's fair enough um and I, I just google cat vomit I, mean. I needed I needed reassurance that actually Rachel like, is so you yeah get it I think you can pull it off yeah but and that's what I was expecting thinking yeah that's what they'll say and they put it out there but it's like what I actually wanted was false honesty <laughs> they were far too honest you asked us for honesty and I, I learned my lesson I will not no, do that I'm again sorry. Yeah. I'm sorry I have to read this whole chain because it is hysterical <laughs> Is it? It's the answer that I gave. Absolutely hysterical. Rachel, for honest opinion, ladies, I'm aware a lot of people will hate this outfit. Simon does, and Lindy wasn't keen when she saw it yesterday. But do you think I carry it off? I really love it. And then Lou sent an audio note response back, which was, you can probably pull off the top with, like, some trousers, mm -hmm. uh, plain trousers, or, like, plain, uh, those trousers with, like, a plain top, but maybe not the two together, um, and what have you. And then Ness replied, on with Lou separately, their lovely dark top, all dark trousers. Mm -hmm. um, I'll say that they'd be pet, uh, look like PJs if paired together. And Rachel, well, I get what you're saying. However, they're meant to look like PJs. I think it's a trend. And I just, but sorry, I'm still not a fan. And then she put poo poo head. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe you took Simon's side. Louisa replied, "Hey, you asked for honesty." Rachel put, "Yeah, but the kind of honesty that means you're on my side." <laughs> yeah. And Louisa replies with, "Ah." False honesty. <laughs> that needs signposting the next time the question is asked. Yeah. Rachel, Rachel reply, I'll remember that for next time. Yeah, don't yeah. start yeah. with honest opinions. Yeah, yeah. 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 opinions. Yeah. Yeah. Honest yeah. opinions on my side only. Yeah. 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 But I opened that up whilst being at work and I just burst out laughing. <laughs> <laughs> burst out laughing behind the counter I went today when I saw my Did you? Because I was sat yeah. there afterwards and I was thinking, oh, but I really like it. 
and I was just, I just felt like a spoiled child again this is the negative side like coming out so I felt like I was almost like going but I want <laughs> that's how I fit in turn I could see myself doing that spoiled brat well I want to know I want to never guess uh, yeah, I know. Absolutely. Absolutely, I guess. <laughs> I've already been told I can't have it just yet anyway. Like, I mean, it, it's it's one of those things where I wish I'd known about RSD. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> sorry, I just had, I just had a very good laugh. in your face. Yeah, right. Oh, no. um, about, you know, about a year ago, I got, I got uh, in, in a previous employment, I got pulled into a meeting for various different things. And before they even said anything, I was crying. Yeah, but that says more about the toxicity of the environment that you're in rather than anything yeah, else. Just, just it just kind of, it was one of those things where it's, like, but it's always happened to me in appraisals, in feedback, even if what has been said to me is completely valid and completely accurate, my brain instantly goes fully defensive. They don't like you. You're crap at what you do. Ugh, just so, full-blown tears. Yeah. One of the things that's just popped into my brain is, have you ever um, had family traits? So... For example, the Booth side of our family are, have been known to be overly emotional, heart on the sleeve, cries all the time. Mm. There is a reason why people are like that, though, because there is emotional trauma or patterns of behaviour that have been inherited from childhood. You know, one side, dad's side of the family, a difference to, you know, mom's side of the family and the traits mm. that, that everyone has and, and, and what have you. And, and that's what mm. it all stems from. Yeah, mm. that's true. You know? It's very true. You went and lived with the booths. That's why you were partly like that. That makes sense. It would make sense. And again, they they were amazing. Oh yeah, they I know. Everything's done with love. Yeah, but, but they inherited that from their parents. Yeah. Who inherited that from their parents? Yeah, amazing. Yeah. Uh, right. The last point that says here, I was in like for the nine signs that you you might um, be emotionally uh, abandoned. Hello, the door oh. creaking. Hello, Charlie. Hello. Hello, Charlie. What are I, you doing? He's going to say goodbye. Are you? I'm sneaking. Carry on. We will carry on. Hello, Charlie. It's oh, okay. Charlie's saying goodbye to his mummy because he's going to bed now. Right, we'll do this little point whilst Charlie's doing that. <laughs> yeah. Um, because it, it basically covers actually a, a multitude of what we've already said anyway. It says, you believe you are deeply flawed. And that there's something about you that's wrong, even though you can't specifically name what it is. I definitely would say that's me. Oh, and by Lou's facial expression, I would say Lou thinks that too. Yeah, just a little bit. Just a little bit. Also, Jenny's bottle squealing against the <laughs> <laughs> Literally, really it funny. sounds like a really quiet kettle boiling. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds really bizarre, yeah. doesn't it? I thought it was her first shot on like maybe on a low volume or something. No, no. <laughs> so it says if you any of these signs sound familiar to you and you think you may be, oh, I don't want to use the word victim, but they've written it down. It's just like, oh, yeah. Vict victim is awful word um, of childhood emotional oh, yeah. neglect. There's, there are things you can do to heal. I'm sure there are other signs and symptoms of it and I'm sure that these signs and symptoms can also be because of other things it's not just because of mm -hmm. of that so I think we need to also be aware of yeah. that too and it's one of those things like like we've been saying it's 
just because you may have these doesn't mean you had a bad childhood. No, absolutely. I had a great childhood. I, yeah, I had a great childhood. Yeah. There were there yeah. were hard moments, you know, I had to deal with my dad disappearing for six months at a time, going to places like Northern yeah. Ireland and Bosnia. Yeah. That yeah. was hard. Yeah. Yeah. Um but at the same time it's like I had great times when I was yeah. I, I remember yeah. having a great childhood and my yeah. mum and my mum and dad both worked. My mum um trained as a nurse after she had us. So she went off to work as a nurse and my dad worked and he was also in a band. Um, so he'd be out of a night time and we used to have a nanny. Um, so we privileged in some ways, I suppose, but it was like a day nanny, not a, not a full living th- nanny or anything. And we would yeah. have summer holidays abroad. So I feel very blessed that we had all of those. But I do remember one time um, being extremely angry about something and I was quite young mm. and I remember getting really angry and shouting wow. at my parents okay. and I must have been about five maybe six yeah. and I really shouted at my mum and dad because I was so angry at something that had happened and I can't remember what it was wow. but I do remember them laughing at me because I was I'd lost my temper and I was shouting yeah. Mm. And that's that has definitely had an impact. So I remember it. Yeah. yeah. I don't remember what it was that they that, that I got angry at them about, but I got yeah. angry at them for something. Shouted at them, and they laughed me down. Mm. And that definitely yeah. has stuck with me. Uh, and I'm sure they didn't mean. They probably just, it probably was just really funny because mm-hmm. kids will do some yeah. things that do can't help kids but do. laugh. At you them. know, they come out with stuff and they're really blunt sometimes, yeah. and mm-hmm. it, it is funny. And yeah. it's like I don't want to laugh because this might set a bad example, but also that's really funny. Really funny. Like, yeah. yeah. And I, it's, it's also one of those situations like we we had we had decent childhoods. And yeah, we did. Our, uh, we all our parents pretty much stay together mm-hmm. but I do know of some people um, that you know obviously that doesn't happen and that yeah is a massive, it blows my especially mind especially if does. it's not yeah. a good separation yeah and so the parents they don't turn see each other, you know turn the kids against yeah and That's you have kids horrible. growing up without yeah. seeing their mom or seeing yeah, their dad yeah. and it's, yeah. that's a massive impact because yeah. I, I think at that stage like okay there could be another mother figure if the dad remarries or there could be another father figure if the mother remarries etc etc but and obviously i'm using kind of like the only examples i know are of mom and dad families not two dads two moms which is why i'm saying mom and dad obviously yeah yeah. um but yeah no so i've kind of i've known examples of stuff like that where it has really affected them and although there are there has been that second parent figure in their lives it's not the same same. because of course it's not the same no you know they can do a brilliant job you know they can bond with you they can help raise you they can do whatever of course you can look on them as a dad and you could even like start calling them dad or whatever but they won't ever be your dad or your mum yeah i can't imagine what that must be like right well we've only got a few minutes left of this podcast episode i'm afraid to say so i'm going to rush through what they say that you can do and yes. again this might be another one for us to touch on definitely well and we'll go, oh, yeah look, i'm sure nestle have some great um, in, in, input into this so they say number one learn to recognize your emotions <laughs> this if, is crying again <laughs> if your parents treated your emotions like they weren't valid or essential you might have trouble as an adult identifying what you feel um, or knowing how to behave when difficult emotions arise 
So they tell us about how we feel about the world, others and ourselves. So we need to learn to um, recognise them. Identify your needs and ask others to meet them. Oh, this could be, I find this one quite a tricky one to do. You deserve to have your needs met just like anyone else does. Start small by asking for things that should be easy to achieve. For example, ask for a hug. Well, we do that. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> I get hugs. Best friends, absolutely. I, uh, yeah. Ah, for a few moments of quiet when you get home from work for a hard day. Now, I have to say, because post-lockdown, I've got everybody working from home. Yeah. Oh, trying to get a minute's peace to myself. And my husband has to tell you on all day and it drives me mental. I have to go upstairs. You've got a five-year-old. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. Have, I have protected bath times. Do you? Mm -hmm. That's that's me. Right. That's me. And that's that's enforced. Yeah, yeah. But going back it. very quickly to the one that you just said. Yes, darling, um, Which was um, identifying what... Recognise you, your emotions. Uh, the next one about what you need. Identifying your needs and asking others to meet um, them, yeah. So I struggle with that. Yeah. John's learnt this phrase what can I do for you? Right. Which kickstarts me going, okay, yeah, I've got I it. This. this is what I need. Okay. It almost gave me permission to to explore what I needed in that moment because yeah. sometimes you don't, you don't recognise what you yeah. need. Yeah, definitely. No, I get that completely. Um, find a therapist. Uh, this is obviously an American website again um, because in England we don't normally have shrinks available like willy-nilly. No. Or if, unless you pay for private. Yes. Yeah. So you can pay for private, but you're paying through the through the nose. Through the nose, or you have to wait a hell of a long time hell to get into time. if you want to get iApped or what yes. have you. But yeah. Yeah. Um, that forever. And, and yes, post COVID, it's even worse. Yeah. It really is. It, yes, it is. So that's unfortunately where we probably lack a little bit in the UK. Absolutely do. Um, mental so health support is not. Mental health support is not brilliant, um, and of course we knew it was going to be bad post COVID, um, and. It, Certainly, surprise, surprise, it hasn't actually surprised us that it isn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't, I, it, it, it is bad. So, um, okay, we're going to have to leave that there for now, but I think this is definitely a subject that we are, can delve into so much deeper and look at other things. Absolutely. Yeah. And we are going to come back to this, definitely, and we are definitely going to bring Ness back because Ness will be a valid input to oh, this, yeah. I'm, I'm oh, sure. Oh, God, yeah. I like yeah. the fact that yeah. the ones that we have touched base on recently in terms of the podcasts that we said we need to do another one, they've been the ones that Ness hasn't been part of anyway. I know. I know. Which is great, though, because it means yeah. that... We can retouch them anyway. Retouch, and it's yeah. a nice Absolutely. refresh and so yes. valid. Yeah. We love you, Mary. We miss you so much. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Okay, right guys, um, I'm not going to leave it as a quote because Jenny gave that quote earlier, which I think actually is a really lovely quote that. Yeah. Um, so we are going to leave it there. Thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions or comments, please email chatting underscore bear at outlook.com or you can comment on our um, social media platforms or you can listen to us on the podcast and please do give us a like, give us a follow because um, that will help us spread it. And guys, thank you. Take care of yourselves and each other and we will catch you later. Bye. 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 Bye.